0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at (laughs) OzarkFolkCenter.com.
1: Hey, folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll feature the Nashville-based neo-folk string band Locust Honey with music and interviews with the band members. Aubrey Atwater will be giving us some history of the play party. And in our From the Vault segment, Mark Jones has a funny story about how old-time fiddler Red Gillahan wrote the KBTA waltz. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. All across the southern mountains, you'll find a tree called the honey locust. Lots of folks think honey from the blooms of those trees is the best tasting of all wild honey. This week, we feature a sweet band from Nashville called Locust Honey. Chloe Edmonstone, Meredith Wilson, and bassist John Miller bring their experience in old-time, bluegrass, and pre-war blues to both their original material and tunes of the American Southeast. Locust Honey visited us here at the Ozark Folk Center last summer. Let's go down to the stage and listen to their first set.
2: He's gone, the sun is rising, and you come for me to take you home. When the whiskey's gone, Fun's over, it'll do you good to so the night alone. Well, I don't stand a chance against the bottom. Once there was a time I would trap, but now I know that there always comes a moment when your walk becomes the stack. That last drop of sip nowhere to go. When the whiskey's gone, the sun is right.
3: It was
4: actually Mount Airy, North yep. Carolina, where we first, festival
3: Bam, yeah, ran Mount into each Yeah, Mount Airy Fiddler's Convention. <laughs> yep. Um, and we camped next to each other. I remember I was camped with my mom still at that time. I was, like, in high school. And she was there with her boyfriend and their big dog. And their dog kept getting loose in our campsite. And my mom was like, they need to keep track of the dog. <laughs> and, like, and so that's how we met. But we didn't really become friends until a couple of years later. Yeah.
4: But then, but we, we were part of, like, a much larger scene of people who go to these festivals all the time, uh, periodically throughout the year they happen. And um, so just like, I mean, it happened with us, but it happens with many people that we saw each other for, for probably a couple of years before we even played music near each other.
3: Yeah, and um, then one year, I remember she was saying she was going to move to Asheville. I needed a roommate at the time. We were talking about maybe living together, and then our guitar player... Uh, me and Ariel, who started the band, our guitar player uh, decided not to be in the band anymore. And so we needed a guitar player for a couple of gigs we had. It wasn't a serious band at all. It was just a couple of gigs here and there. And then we're like, you should come over and play some tunes. And then uh, there started Locus High. Yeah.
2: Tell old Bill he comes home.
3: no that's not wrong um <laughs> no yeah she she was a clogger i mean the green cloggers were a very well-known clogging group in the 70s and 80s and she toured with them for a long time and then she they really needed a bass player for their house band and so they told her to start playing bass and then <laughs> and then she played started banjo and then um and then i was born and then i I had a brother who didn't go to anything, but I just went with her to Fiddler's Conventions like my whole life, and I just kind of learned from her friends and from her, and yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Were you known to clog, or are you still (laughs) known to clog? No,
3: I don't really clog. I was trying, (laughs) as much as I do everything, I have a lot of similar things that I my mother was a dancer and uh not just clogger but dancer and I was and then we were both musicians but I picked like the two instruments she didn't play and like I didn't want to do everything like her (laughs) but I you uh a clogging competition I won (laughs) a couple of flat footing (laughs) contests but I was like eight and eight and nine I can do some basic stuff (laughs) I don't clog in front of people Yeah. You're a private clogger. I'm a private clogger. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. There's not enough of us. (laughs) (laughs) It's been 300.
2: Too well, they don't hold me tight. No, it's been a while, but give me one more night. Six months a year it had to be before I called your name. I'm coming back to your town, you'll have me just the same. Take me home.
4: Started doing that, and in that I fell in love with the kind of an old like 20s and 30s blues. I guess the stories, the stories are very very similar to like Appalachian mountain stories. That there are a few key characters that come up over and over again, and I loved like the objects in the stories, like the old the objects that people used to have around in their lives before kind of factories started building everything and. Like the the themes, like the old American themes, everything was about like losing love or like being broke or taking a train somewhere, trying to build a life in this place that nobody understood yet, and um, and of course like racial situations with everyone moving to this place at once, and uh, among and uh, all as well as the people who were already living here, and and I think I just really like the stories. So then when I I fell in love with an old time fiddler, that was how I kind of got pulled into the old time music world, and. It was a real quick transition because they're really close I think
3: get down get down little and stay.
2: little white fence for a kiss or two and with the little pick knife she held in her hand she plugged him through and through and the wind him back by-
1: That was four tunes by the band Locust Honey. If that first song, When the Whiskey's Gone, sounded familiar, that's because it was featured in the 2014 film Time Out of Mind. That song was followed by Tell Old Bill, New Friend, and they finished up with Henry Lee. When we come back, we'll take a trip down to the vault to hear Mark Jones tell an interesting tale about fiddler Red Gillihan. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. I think this would be a good time to take a trip down into the vault and see what mark jones has come up with for our segment of music from the vaults here at the ozark folk center hey
5: mark good to see you dave i'm glad to see you i was wondering if he's gonna make it this <laughs> well, week or
1: not i'm a little late but here i am i'm glad you're here well, what have you been finding for us this week?
5: Well, you know what? I love good fiddle music. I just really enjoy a lot of the old hoedowns and waltzes and stuff like that. And of course my mom played fiddle, so that's maybe that's why it's kind of close to my heart.
1: Well, there's nothing like that old time fiddle music, and we had some fine old time fiddlers around here for years and years, didn't we?
5: We sure did. You know, I run across a fella that I got a chance to work with when I first came to Mountain View, Red Gillahan at the Ozark Folk Center. I was playing banjo up there, some and I just uh always admired Red Gillahan's fiddle playing.
1: Red was a fine fiddle player. In fact, he gave me some good pointers on the fiddle when I started playing.
5: Wow. Well, that's great, because you couldn't have got better instruction from anybody.
1: Uh, He became a combat veteran of of the Pacific Theater in World War II. He was all over the South Pacific, took his fiddle with him, played a lot of music there in the South Pacific, came back here, worked uh, all his life in the lumber industry as a logger and as a sawmiller, in Arizona and here in Arkansas, but he continued to play the fiddle all that time. Wow.
5: Well, you can sure tell he spent a lot of time with it. One time they were at KBTA playing a radio show down there, and there was an extra two minutes that they had to fill on the program. They turned to Red and said, Red, play something, and said he wrote, the KBTA waltz, which they just kind of played them on out off the off the air with this waltz. And they said, I've never heard that before. And he said, well, I just wrote it as we was going.
1: <laughs> I thought he made it up as he went along. Made it
5: up <laughs> as he went along. So I tell you what. Would you mind? I'd love to hear Red again. Let's play this tune and see what you think of it.
1: Let's listen to Red Gillihan playing the KBTA waltz. that's a great tune, Mark. He sure could play that fiddle, couldn't he? He sure could. That was a beautiful walk. He's been passed on now for, oh, I think 12 or 15 years, but his son Robert is a fine musician today and still playing here at the Folk Center.
5: That's true, and we, you know what we need to do? I need to dig around and find some stuff of Robert and Mary Gillahan, his wife, And maybe we can uh, let you listen to that sometime. That'd be
1: great, Mark. Hey, thanks a lot. You take it easy, okay? Okay. Thank you, Dave. With a rotating instrumentation of fiddles, banjos, and acoustic and resophonic guitars, the neo-folk string band Locust Honey sets an emphasis on lively arrangements that showcase their signature vocal harmonies. They start this set off with a couple of classic tunes.
2: Being kind of rotten, I've been drinking that four cent cotton. Hey, hey, four cent cotton. Hey, hey, four cent cotton. Oh, see that woman with a whole. Force and Cotton Shorty born I'm gonna drink that Georgia corn Hey hey Force and Cotton Hey hey Force and Cotton Woke up this morning feeling for same cotton,
3: hey hey, for same cotton, hey hey, for same cotton. I know, I, I mean, there's a fine line, though. I mean, I, I kind of, in my head, I think of cover songs of like, if it was around and is written by someone that we know the name of its a cover song and if it was just like that far back that no one even knows where it came from and maybe the carter family found it from some archive like or their grandmother's grandmother or like
4: out in some cabin out you know and ap carter was like wandering around collecting songs
3: yeah um then that's a traditional song so and we do i would say we do all three we do traditional covers and but like rearranged covers that sound nothing like the original and original songs.
2: Way down friends.
4: both been we had both written songs before as part of our like musical journeys all you know along there somewhere but when we first started where when I first came into this band it was really just it was like f- when it was Chloe and Ariel and their uh, previous guitar player Sarah they had grown up playing old-time music together so it was just like assumed that it was an old-time outfit basically yeah. that's just where we just started from and we all love old-time music a lot but then i think creatively especially for myself and chloe that's one of like a lot of things that we love and mm-hmm. and we both are driven by being creative in our lives
3: and so it was never really going to last all the time. yeah if but i mean every even our original songs they all kind of go back to that like where we all, both of us individually came from i mean we can't help but play yeah Put the bottle on
2: the table
3: Let it stay there
2: till I'm not able To see your face in every place that I go I've been sitting here so long Just remembering you were gone Well, one more drink of wine And if you're still on my mind One drink, just one keep drinking it won't matter I'll just remember that I'm tattered I don't know why I sit and cry every day I've been trying to forget but I have i sitting here so long Just remembering you were gone Well, one more drink of wine And you're still on my mind One drink, just one more than another One drink, just one more than another I don't actually
4: think it's all that different. I really, I mean... If you want to get into, like, really small details of f- fiddle tune melodies or, like, um, certain styles of playing in terms of, like, the bowing and stuff, you could. But I think I think Ozark old-time music and Appalachian old-time music are very pretty similar.
3: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, I lived in Asheville for maybe four years, and um even the city old time is different than like the surrounding areas like Madison County where they all grew up playing that as opposed to everyone moving to Asheville later um I mean but here it seems like it's pretty rooted in everyone I mean last time we were here we were played the same night as the children's show and they were so great and I mean they all grew up here I'm assuming and um, and it seems like it's their heritage and it sounds great and it sounds similar to all the Appalachian music I know. Yeah, if you had gone to a,
4: a performance of um, like the kids uh, mountain music school in Madison County, it would have sounded probably very much the same.
3: A lot of the same songs? Yeah, too. same
4: ballads. There was one little tiny little girl that sang this ballad last year that mm-hmm. had like 30 verses in it. It was so cute and she did such a good job. And there's the same, in Madison County there's... Um, this huge tradition of of ballad singing um as well yeah so pretty much pretty similar as mm-hmm. far as like the larger picture is concerned <laughs>
1: You've been listening to the band Locust Honey play Four Cent Cotton, the Columbus Stockade Blues, Just One More, and the fiddle tune Hell Broke Loose in Georgia. After the break, we'll hear from Aubrey Atwater about the history of the play party. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
6: I'm thinking about the history of the play party, the play party game, play parties, songs, games and dances. From about 1840 to 1950, that was quite a phenomenon in rural America, especially in the Midwest and the South. In fact, the earliest known play party has been documented in Batesville, Arkansas. So what is a play party? A play party was a social gathering with a bunch of dances and songs and games that were acceptable to church culture and church communities people didn't want the young people dancing. They didn't want them to touch their waists, and it might lead to drinking or, God forbid, banjo playing or fiddle playing. Those things were thought to be raucous and the work of the devil, sinful, and so the play party emerged in American society, and there were all these games and dances and little ditties. We all remember them from our childhoods, and children are still learning little versions of these, like the itsy-bitsy spider London Bridges Falling Down, or Ring Around the Rosie. We still do these with children. There were different categories of play party games and songs. There were the ones for the little kids, like the ones I just mentioned, and then there were some for sort of the middle-range age groups, like like what we think of as middle school kids or older elementary school kids. Something like Old Roger is Dead was a little song where, where kids would stand in a circle and sing certain lyrics, and the character of Roger would be lying in the middle. It was almost uh, theatrical, like a little play play. And then the older kids, the the ones that were courting, the the teenagers and the young adults, they wanted to dance. They wanted to interact. They wanted to flirt. They wanted to do it in a way that was acceptable to their communities. And so, an example of that would be singing uh, "Goodbye, Girls, I'm Going to Boston" or "Over the River to Feed My Sheep" or, or "Killy Cranky," and they would do intricate dances that we know of as square dances, like uh, the Virginia Reel. To over the River to Feed My Sheep, or also known as Charlie or Weevily Wheat. And and that was one of the most widely sung songs and danced dances in the long play party era. And um, there was no instrumentation most of the time. They, they were just singing to their heart's content and dancing, basically doing a square dance or a line dance with the moves like promenade and circle to the right, circle to the left, um, peel the banana, all, all these different moves. but. In a way that was acceptable within the confines of church mores.
2: Healy cranky is my song, sing and dance it all
7: day long. From my elbow to my wrist, now we do the double twist. Broke my arm, broke my arm, playing, playing, dancing. Broke my leg, broke my leg, dancing, playing, playing, playing. Healy cranky is my song, sing and dance
6: So Killy Cranky is a real place in Scotland, but some of the words are just very playful. People used to like to sing and dance to Killy Cranky simply because they could put their arms around each other or hook arms in a swing. So the the play party from community to community in rural America, especially Midwest and Southern America, varied from community to community. There, There were slightly different rules everywhere. Sometimes people could swing by touching waists versus swinging with the crook of your arm. In a lot of communities, kissing games were forbidden, like spin the plate or spin the bottle. They were forbidden. But in some communities, like the Ritchie community in eastern Kentucky, they, they were permissible. Over the River Charlie is also known as Over the River to Feed My sheep, and that also has Scottish roots and makes reference to Bonnie Prince Charlie. And it has just wonderful, playful words.
2: Sheep and the measure of my barley My pretty little pink, I once did think I never could do without you Since I lost all hopes of you, I care very little about you Over the river to feed my sheep, over the river Charlie Over the river to feed my sheep and the measure of my barley
6: People would work all day on their farms and laboring in in their different jobs. And then for recreation, they would dance for hours and, and they would go fast. So with Over the River Charlie, imagine people singing that song really fast and dancing the Virginia reel to it. And that's just yet another of hundreds of examples of play parties, play party games, and songs that were sung and played in American play party history from approximately 1840
3: to
2: 1950.
1: Our featured band this week, Locust Honey, stayed busy touring the U.S., the U.K., and Ireland. I noticed on their touring schedule that in March they played 27 shows in 29 days on their recent tour to the British Isles. We'll finish our show with three more songs by Locust Honey. ¶¶
2: Yeah. Before I
4: entered the old-time music world, I didn't have a musical community at all. And I could never, ever do what we do now without, ha- if I like were rewinding back, randomly hiring people, like having no, uh, no um, mutual vocabulary about music. like I could never do that. I don't know what, it, for me, the old-time music world is, was completely essential to like, my future as a musician. An ability to just do it. We use our community all the time for gigs in places we've never been, places to stay, like as musicians to come up and join us on like different gigs. It's community is a gigantic part of it. <laughs>
2: My dagger through her, it was a bloody knife. I threw her in.
3: But yeah, this this music, like, (laughs) you just listen to folk music and you think about, like, um, you just have this picture of, like, people and where they lived and what they were doing. And that's pretty much what it's meant to do. It is really a salve for for really stressful
4: times, I think, modern times.
7: (laughs) ¶¶
2: And I'm a job on so job on Jenny get along Here comes Sam with the big boots on And I put it on here comes comes out with a big boots on
1: listening to the nashville-based neo-folk band locust honey in that set they played trials troubles and tribulations willow garden and dance all night with a bottle in your hand that about does it for this week's show drop us a message on our facebook page we'd love to hear from you and visit our website ozarkhighlandsradio.com until next week this is dave smith so long everybody
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, and by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at arkansasstateparks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, We are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.